Well, Merry Christmas, and thank you for including us as part of your Christmas Day events. If you're anything like my family, this is a very busy day. You know, around our home, I'm typically the first person to get up on Christmas morning, and you know, I like it that way. I get to go downstairs, and I can just sit quietly by myself in the peacefulness of the morning, and really just think about all of the joyous events that are to come on this day. And it's not very long until I head to the kitchen and start making breakfast, and then as the smell of bacon and coffee kind of waft throughout the house, fairly soon Nadine and our kids, who are, who are all grown now, make their way downstairs, and they will wish each other a Merry Christmas and grab a cup of coffee, but not always in that particular order. And then it's off to stockings. And while the kids open their stockings, I do one of my dad things, which is where I grab the garbage bag and make sure that I collect and catch all of the wrapping that gets tossed about during the opening of the stockings. And just an effort to minimize the mess and make sure we don't lose any of those precious gifts that were stuffed inside. After that, we finish cooking breakfast, and then it's on to presents and garbage bag number two as I collect the wrapping for that as well. You know, the rest of the day from there, it's helping to build toys for Lydia, trying on new socks, spending time with the family, and of course, preparing for dinner. Some parts of that may sound very familiar to you, and I'm sure you also have some unique aspects of your Christmas morning too, but you know, right in the middle of all that is something big that tends to fade to the background. And that big thing that I'm speaking of is actually our, well, our Christmas tree. You know, everything that I just described takes place either around, under, or near our Christmas tree. And it's probably the most common and central decoration of any Christmas decorated home. In fact, it's the most prominent decoration in my family room and, and so prominent that we actually reorganize furniture to set up the tree, but then it's not long until it seems to fade into the background. You know, amidst all the festivities of the season, you know, it's been said before, you've probably heard it said as well, that there's something else big that we can lose sight of that sort of fades to the background during Christmas, and that being the true meaning of Christmas, the true meaning that we've been singing about today, we've been praying about today, and that being the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, God's Son, Emmanuel, who is God with us. Now, there's nothing sacred about Christmas trees, but, you know, we do see them everywhere we go during this time of year. We see them in homes, we see them in churches, we see them in malls, we go to the Festival of Trees downtown, we, we even will see them on people's front lawns at times. In considering that, what if we could learn to see these trees that are everywhere during the Christmas season as a symbol that points us back, as a reminder of the true meaning of Christmas? Wouldn't it be amazing if every time we see one of these Christmas trees, it draws us back to remember the gift of Emmanuel, God with us? I, I think that would be pretty valuable, wouldn't it? And with that in mind, I'd like to try and see if we can do that very thing today. And I want to do that by beginning to share some words with you, the, the words of Jesus recorded in John's Gospel in chapter 8. And as I share these words with you, I encourage you to listen and to consider what they teach us about him. And beginning in verse 12, we read this. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees who were there with him challenged him, and they said, Here you are, appearing as your own witness. Therefore, your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered them in verse 14 and said, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and I know where I am going. 
Now, in these verses, Jesus is describing who he is, who he is for, and the very reason for which he was born. And it wouldn't be amazing if we could connect these to the symbols of a Christmas tree to remind us of these things. Well, let me help you with that. Consider, first of all, the tree topper. Uh, whatever might be on top of your tree, it's that thing that you grabbed a dining room chair and then you stood on top of and reached over the edge and almost knocked the whole tree over as you tried to put it on top. And, and for most people, that comes down to two options. There's the angel, which is very busy in the Christmas story making announcements to Zachariah and to Mary and Joseph and, and the shepherds. And if you haven't got an angel on top of your tree, there's a good chance that you have a star. A star symbolic of the star the wise men followed to the place where they would worship this newborn king. And in this passage, I just read from John chapter 8. John's recording the words of Jesus that he's saying about himself. But did you know that there's another place where John did that very thing too? And it's actually in the book of Revelation. In Revelation 22, Jesus says this about himself. He says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things. I am the root and the descendant of David. I am the bright morning star. You know, as covered during our Christmas series this Advent season, we talked about how Jesus fulfilled many Old Testament promises, including the promise that the Messiah would come from the line of David and that his kingdom would never end. That he would be like the rising sun, like a bright light who brings light and life to the world, symbolizing that the reign of Jesus, the Messiah, had dawned. And so whenever we look at a star atop of a Christmas tree, let it remind us of Jesus, who is that bright morning star that has arrived into our world. Well, the next thing that we can consider is, is the shape of our Christmas tree. Now, unless you have a Charlie Brown tree, which would be absolutely awesome, you probably have a standard style and shaped tree. And if you follow the shape of the tree from the star down, you see that the shape kind of spreads out, doesn't it? And remember what Jesus said in John chapter 8? In verse 14, he says, I know where I have come from and where I am going. See, the religious leaders failed to recognize that Jesus had come from above. He had come from heaven. He had come from the Father. And the shape of the Christmas tree is kind of a picture, isn't it, of, of the Son of God coming down to spread the grace, truth, and love, to reveal those things to all people. But then if we follow the shape back up again, isn't it kind of like an arrow pointing back up, pointing up back to the star? And remember, after Jesus was glorified, after his death and resurrection, he went up to the Father in the ascension, returning to heaven. That's where Jesus came from and where he went back to. And that's where one day we will get to be with him as well. So perhaps the shape of the tree even can remind us that at Christmas time, we should always be pointed back to Jesus, who is the bright morning star, who is also the hope of our salvation. Now, as we look a little bit further into the Christmas tree, there's one feature that's really hard to miss, especially in these modern designs we have these days. And that's those beautiful LED lights. You know, the star reminds us that Jesus is the bright morning star, but the lights that are on the tree, well, they remind us of what he declared in verse 12 of John 8, when he said, I am the light of the world. All of us, we, we know what it's like at one point or another in our own personal stories. We know what it's like to walk in darkness, uh, that sense of feeling lost, of walking as though we're blind. You know, unsure which way to go, but this promise that Jesus made is that he is the light for all of us. 
He is the light that reveals the truth about God and, and makes it possible for us to journey towards God and to experience new life with Him. And when we accept His forgiveness for our sins, the, the reason for which He came, the reason for which He died, when we accept His forgiveness for our sins and we seek to live our life for Him, we not only walk in that light, but it says in Scripture that we also receive that light in us. And that's why Jesus could also say in Matthew chapter 6, that you then are the light of the world. So let your light shine before others. Now, people love Christmas lights. Think about it. When you're, when you're driving home at night, even if you had a long, hard day, or if there's, if there's a snowstorm going on, you, you see those lights and it can bring some cheer and joy to your life. You, you see those lights and it helps you to guide on a path towards your home. Sometimes people love the lights so much that they're willing to sit in lines of cars for hours to, to go through Candy Cane Lane or to experience the magic of lights. Well, so too when it comes to followers of Jesus Christ. When they have His light in them, people love to see it. It guides them through difficult times. It brings them joy and comfort in struggles. And it gives them a path that they can walk towards the source of that light. You see, when, when we have that light in us and we reveal that to others around us, it gives us an opportunity to invite them to experience new life with Jesus so that they too can receive that light for themselves. So having covered all this, it, it brings us to the next part of the tree that can remind us of Jesus, and that being its color. Now, lately Nadine's been talking about getting a, a silver tree, and I, I think they're nice, but I'm kind of old-fashioned, I think, because I like the green trees. After all, green is considered the color of life, isn't it? You know, most people nowadays, I think they say about 68% of homes have fake trees in them. And hey, we're one of those 68%. I, I get it. We've, we've got a fake tree too. Uh, there's less mess. It, it's easier to set up and deal with and care for. And it looks perfect <laughs> every single time. But the traditional Christmas tree is a living tree. It's a living tree that's a symbol of life. And we take that symbol of life and people bring it into their homes and into their hearts. And this tradition actually began back in the Middle Ages in Germany and in Scandinavia when at Christmas time people would place evergreen trees inside their homes. And the reason they would do this is because evergreen trees never lost their color. And so even in the midst of the cold and the bleak winter weather and season that people would find themselves in, they'd bring these trees in their houses that were green as a symbol of life, as, as a symbol of hope for the new life that was coming in the spring. And what did Jesus say in John 8, verse 12? Building upon what we just talked about a minute ago, what we just discussed a minute ago, what did he say? He said, I am the light of the world. And then he continued by saying, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life. See, the light that we're talking about a minute ago leads us to life. Not just an existence, not just a, a beating heart, not just... Lungs with air in them, not, not just a life. No, the light of Jesus leads us to eternal life. It leads us to a new spiritual life. It leads us to a God-focused life. And the Bible tells us that each of us and every single one of us, that when we live apart from God, we, we suffer in this spiritual darkness. And if that's all true, man, just think about how good and liberating the words of Jesus are when he says, I am the light of life life. Isn't that good news? 
So after we look at this, after we look at all of these aspects of the Christmas tree that can be symbolic of pointing us towards who Jesus is and, and who he's for and why he was born, we can finally look at one last thing as we look under the tree. That's where we find the gifts, don't we? And gift giving has been a big part of Christmas right from the very beginning. And on Christmas morning, it's a safe bet that you've already opened some gifts today or, or you're ready for me to be done so that you can, <laughs> you can go and open the gifts in a few moments. Well, I hope that this simple lesson I've shared with you today will be considered a gift for you this Christmas, but also for Christmases in the future too. Because I hope that every time that you now look at a Christmas tree, you will again be reminded of the most precious gift, the most amazing gift we've ever been given, that being Jesus Christ. That every time you might look at a Christmas tree, you'll be reminded of the star that allows us to recall that Jesus is the morning star and that his reign has dawned over all creation. That when you look at the shape of the tree, it'll remind you that Jesus came to down to dwell and to give his life amongst us as Emmanuel, God with us. But then he returned to the Father glorified, having been the perfecter of our faith and salvation. That when you look at the Christmas tree lights, it'll remind you that he came to be a light in this dark world. And if we have received that light into us, then we too can go forth and be a light in the world. And when you look at the color of the tree, it'll remind you that whosoever believes in him finds new life, eternal life in him. Jesus Christ truly is the greatest gift ever given. That's why we celebrate him at Christmas time. That's why he's the greatest gift for all people of all time. Romans 6.23 tells us this, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. If you want to know more about Jesus and about this free gift, you can join us in 2023 here at West Meadows. Join us and be part of us as we grow in our love for God and for one another together. Thank you for including us as part of your Christmas day. Thank you for remembering Jesus on this Christmas day. And thank you for your commitment, your generosity, and your support at West Meadows, where we have strived to love God and love people throughout this entire year. Merry Christmas to you all. And I leave you with this blessing that may the hope, the joy, the peace, and the love of the season be yours.